Calnet News Digest, 16th of June 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, peaking at Polaris. The Dark Wheel revealed. Buckyballers plan engineering mayhem. Rodents and seals in rescue race. Lutzi overboard as Hutton Run gets supercharged. Peaking at Polaris. Commanders have been able to study a map of the Polaris system for the first time, and it turns out it's rather boring. The rushed inclusion by Brewer Corporation of Universal Cartographics into fleet carriers, following exceptional customer demand for the facility, seems to have allowed a significant security flaw to creep past the testers. This allowed the purchase of the cartographic data of permit-locked systems. Although the loophole has already been closed, images purporting to be the illicit system maps can be purchased from shifty-looking characters in raincoats hanging around on street corners at Jameson Memorial. If these images are to be believed, Polaris is a binary system with a small K-class star accompanying the Type F supergiant. The rest of the system consists of eight gas giant planets, each with a selection of airless and rather dull-looking moons. Other systems allegedly catalogued include the inhabited Forus Extantis, whose permit authority refuses to let anyone visit, Mbuni, HIP 39425, HR 4413, Ross 354, Wolf 262, and HIP 22460. HIP 22460 is home to the inaccessible megaship the Overlook. It appears to have been explored at least once by dodgy sounding characters called TJ, Just Call Me Wendy, Shaneri, and Aid Levice. If any of them go mysteriously missing, we'll know that they were on to something. The Dark Wheel Revealed An anonymously published new theory claims that the dark station that is home to the legendary Dark Wheel is in the system LFT-509. There is, of course, a Dark Wheel faction in Shinrar to Desra, which is believed to be the public face of the secretive organisation, but the Raxla botherers are, by legend, based in a disused, therefore dark, starport orbiting the eighth moon of a gas giant. The legend also says that membership of the Dark Wheel can only be obtained by passing a test of skill and courage, something that might also grant access to the permit-locked LFT-509. But why does the theory particularly say that the Dark Wheel should be there? Using the newly discovered mapping data for permit-locked systems, it is possible to eliminate all but one of the systems, as they have no eighth moon of a gas giant. Further, in the same way that Jacques Station was found, LFT-509 shows that it's a democracy, with an allegiance to the Federation and an industrial extraction economy on the galaxy map, despite having a population of zero. It's permit-locked, possibly by the Dark Wheel themselves, and the clincher is that unlike all the other permit-locked systems, there's a gas giant with eight moons. 
The fly in the ointment is that there doesn't appear to be an abandoned station on the map, although perhaps you can only find it by flying up close. Also, unlike the galaxy map, the system map shows no allegiance. Has the anonymous poster stumbled onto something? Is it a wild goose chase? Did Alex Ryder ever become a member of the Dark Wheel? And did the Dark Wheel ever locate Raxler? It might be a very long time before we ever find out. Buckyballers plan engineering mayhem. There's a new buckyball race starting on Saturday, but the organisers don't appear to have decided what form it'll take yet. Or they're keeping quiet about it at any rate. The elite racers are involved, as are ship-launched fighters and SRVs. Originally to be called the Elite Cortez Mixer, it'll not in fact start at Cortez Base, and its name has evolved into Engineers Canyon Mayhem. The race will start on Saturday and will run for one week, if they can sort out the mayhem in time. Rodents and Seals in Rescue Race With little clarity whether the fuel rats or the hull seals are in charge of fleet carrier rescues, there have been a number of successful rescues over the past week. Commander Silwyn Stardust had been stuck in the infamous Anaconda graveyard at the wrong end of a neutron jump for several months before he became the first commander rescued by the fuel rat's brand new carrier, the Rat's Nest. Meanwhile, the hull seals were executing Operation Thunder Seals, with two carriers, the Purple People Eater and the Beachmaster, racing to extract a stranded commander from a remote system at the far side of the galaxy. And there has been a rescue off a fleet carrier, too. Commander Kami Yoda rescued Commander Nutter, whose fleet carrier had run out of fuel in a location roughly 4,000 light-years the wrong side of Polaris from Sol. Nutter ran out of tritium when none of the systems he jumped to had mineable rings. Kamioda sourced and supplied the needed tritium, and the Nutter has been freed. Lutzi overboard as Hutton Run gets supercharged. Several commanders, including Commander Lutzi, have reported that they've been left behind by the fleet carrier they were docked on. They see the normal jump sequence countdown and hear all the rattling of travelling through a conduit through witch space. But when the noise stops, they're exactly where they started and the fleet carrier is 500 light years further on. When asked to comment, Commander Luna of the Brewer Corporation Technical Help Desk is reported to have commented, Oh crud, and suggested that an urgent investigation might be required. Meanwhile, the Hutton Run has become an awful lot faster, with the ability to hop onto a fleet carrier and materialise close to Hutton Orbital seven minutes later, revolutionising the race. The 10-minute 0.22 light-year barrier hasn't yet been broken, but it's getting close. Very close. And that is this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news, so you don't have to.